Maybe this isn't my place. And this is epic stuff. But, you know, if I could have my son and my husband back, I mean, really back, I would give anything, absolutely anything to have that. And it would scare the hell out of me. Yeah? Yeah. Because what if I've changed? What if they changed? What if it just didn't work out the way I wanted? Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural or in season 12. This is a good episode, Chris. I had a really good time watching this. Hell yeah, me too. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. You staying safe, sound, healthy, physically fit? You know, all all those things. <laughs> you know what's, how it'd be with me. What's your uh what what's your pension right now, my man? You're at like one fifty, two hundred? What you going? I know you've been, yeah, you I, know, know, like, you been like, I know you've been slinging them weights. I know you I've have been slinging them weights, drinking that protein powder, uh-huh, um, you know, uh-huh. just getting mm-hmm. uh gains, yeah. um doing uh reps, doing reps. You know, all, all the stuff that makes you strong. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to don't want to go into the stats though. Is what I'm hearing. You just want to talk about you know, the, the, the program. The stats are just, um, <laughs> you know, the stats are just they're big and they're large, and those are those are what you need to know about the stats. Just like our Winchesters, and uh, just right. just like you can. Feel, one of them's big. One of them's large. One of them's big. One of them's large. Neither one of them tell the truth. <laughs> How are you going right. to get past this riddle? These riddles three. <laughs> Uh, quick shout out to our patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. We appreciate each and every one of you. Um, you can go there and get cool benefits like episodes early. Um, we also do exclusive podcasts and there's a, a, a pretty large grip of exclusive content out there for you. If you want to go check any of that out. Um, so patreon.com slash monster of the week. We appreciate you, Chris, what has been happening with season 12 thus far? Jeremy, I'd love to tell you. Last time was supernatural. Dean Winchester killed Hitler. But as season 12's threats slowly begin to build around them, it's clear that the Thule Society was the least of the boys' worries. Crowley and Castiel are still hunting after Lucifer, and Mary Winchester is still off hunting on her own. But all the while, the British men of letters appear to be circling closer and closer around Sam and Dean. None of that ended up being relevant to this episode. (laughs) I was about to say, like, none of that really matters whatsoever to this particular episode. Um, Which is fine. Like, not every episode needs to be that and this is one of the more successful monsters of the week that we've had 
monsters of the week. Did I do that right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, close enough. Um, this is one of the most successful like monster of the week episodes that we've had in a while. Yeah. I think um, we are covering season twelve, episode six, celebrating the life of Aza Fox. Written by Steve Yaki, directed by John Badham. This aired on November 17th, 2016. Three Winchesters are better than one. When hunters gather together to celebrate the life and tragic death of one of their own, Sam and Dean and Mary must take action when a demon starts picking off hunters one by one. Um, so the, the setup here, I think, is, is really good. Because um, the, like, the whole thing is like we're going to a hunter funeral which we've never gotten to do before. We, we've been to mm-hmm. like the cremating part, which is, it seems according to this episode, the worst part of this whole thing, Easily um, the worst part, but we actually get to go to the wake in this one and meet a bunch of hunters. And I, as soon as I realized what was about to happen, I was super excited, uh, but we don't get there just yet. First, we are introduced to Aza Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, we start off in 1980. This young boy, he's in Canada, uh, and he's running through the woods. Is and he's the, running from a werewolf. Is this the first time we've ever been in Canada? Like, I know this show is filmed in Canada, but like, is this the first mm-hmm. time we have canonically been in Canada? I wonder. Um, I my, I want to say yes, but who knows? You know, Wendigo could have been off in Canada for all I know. But um, yeah, no, this this very well could be um, since they kind of make a big deal about the long drive up there. So many times. Sure. Um, so, yeah, we see this boy running through the woods. He's running from what we eventually will see is a uh, werewolf. And just as things are looking bad for this kid, the werewolf is shot through the back. Blood is splayed all over his face. No big deal. Um, and it's no revealed. sweat, young man. Young sweat. No, no sweat. Dude, no. Join the no sweat gang, bro. Because uh, it's this is the life. He's saved by uh, Mary Winchester, and I love that they made Mary Winchester look young by just doing her hair differently. Yep, <laughs> that was it. Yep, I'm glad they didn't try to go, like go get that like super young chick or anything. It's just straight up Mary Winchester. It's really good. Um, it's, very, it's far more tasteful, if you ask me. A hundred percent. She bundles this dude up in her baller ass Corvette. Uh, she got this nice blue Corvette. Uh, the the Wikipedia says that this car showed up in Bobby's garage in season three. Huh? Maybe fueling some shipping there, if you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes him back home and and drops this old dude off the house and kind of just you know straightens his face and tries to get him presentable. Wipes the blood off. Wipes him. the blood off of him. <laughs> Um, the little kid has a, has a scratch on his face and, uh, and he is like super impressed with this, this beautiful woman who has saved him from a werewolf. And she says like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm actually retiring. I just had to wrap up a, a few ends because, um, as we know, 1980 is actually after Dean was born. So this is, this is her hunting after she was supposedly already retired after marrying John Winchester. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was a little, I was a little shocked, but then she was like, "No, well, technically I'm retired." And I was like, "All right, lore check, we're good, we're, we're good, good. <laughs> we're good, we're good." Since somebody did their homework on this episode, so, good job, everybody. All right. um, um, I expected this cold open to like end here. Like, yeah, I wasn't, me too. but it does not. It goes no, on. No, no, this kid takes a, a little snapshot of his with his Polaroid, and uh, and then it's time for a fucking montage. This is great. I love a montage. Yeah, we get we get a fun little montage watching this young man kind of have like a you know a. a boy scout curiosity in into what he's just learned from, from this woman and then taking that all the way to as we see him over the years becoming a full-fledged hunter um with a lot of kills and and a lot of uh, a lot of babes making out in his jeep and just yeah. just, just doing the thing you know he's living the hunter life and he's got a serial killer wall you know he they they gave him a fake beard they really just lean all the way into it and all i'm thinking is like holy shit we finally got a hunter who doesn't have a tragic backstory he has like a positive 
positive role model that he's just yeah. like trying. He's like, oh, this woman just saved my life. I want to save people's lives. I want to save people and hunt things. I'm going to do that. And he does do that. And it comes to a super abrupt end at the end of this cold open where we just see him being hung from a tree. Yep. And it's kind of like <laughs> it was kind of a kind bummer, of man. Yeah. It was it was really sad. Like in this like forty five to sixty seconds of footage, I really bonded with this dude going through his life. Like this was really really effective. Um, yeah. And you know, like just seeing this dude kind of grow up, and again that positive influence. I think um, we go to our splash screen, and then we jump into a main episode, and it's our girl Jody. Jody's in this episode, so you know it's automatically a good one. Um, she finally has a day off. The kids are going to see a Radiohead concert, which I think is just very yeah, all right. great. Sure, yeah. Um, it seems it seems a little dated to me, but what do I know? Nah, I mean, I don't know. They're cool teens. Twenty sixteen? Like, would you? I mean, I would see a Radiohead concert in twenty sixteen, but like, were sure, they? Yeah. Were, were they putting new music out? Like, I don't know. Um, what's his I was name? there. When, I was there when Kid A started. It was like came out. Like, right? Like, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to be the yeah. hipster dude. Like, is, do kids still listen to Kid A or OK Computer? Tom York had a song in twilight i think that's where the connection might have been made uh a bunch of twilight girls right come on yes yeah he's radiohead yeah do you really think that these girls that um what's her name claire neutron would like be watching (laughs) twilight really really it was huge back then can you imagine claire neutron watching twilight like it would be the worst like what what do they call the thing the dub when you put it over the movie like if you had her do one of those it would just be like this sucks these guys are stupid shoot him (laughs) kill him he sucks anyway listen more innocent times okay when they would have enjoyed that's how that's that's my head canon anyway nothing's wrong with twilight if you like that i love love you no it's fine um Jody is just trying to watch some Netflix. She's just trying to watch some rom coms on Netflix. Uh, she gets a knock at the door. Dude, she's in her PJs with a wine glass. This is this is this is fucking Saturday afternoon, man. I love it. She's chilling. She's chilling. And uh, knock at the door. Low stakes though, because usually when somebody's knocking on the door, it's it's bad news. But in Supernatural, it's it's um or in this episode of Supernatural, it's just the boys showing up to just hang out. Hey, we're passing through. What's yep. up? We uh, I forget what they tell her that they were doing. Like they just finished a case. They have not showered, and she's and she's just ready. She they just wanted to visit. Um, so she kind of yells at them for being a little dirty, and then everybody like they order pizza or whatever to feed them, and uh, they're sitting down, and there's this brief conversation between Dean and Jody where he says, "Are you a rom com chick?" And she's like, "I'm a chick that likes movies." Yeah, it's like, "Are you a rom com chick?" And Sam jumps in and says, "He's more of an animated Japanese erotica chick," and he, she's like, yeah. "Really." <laughs> Dean's like, why are you going to tell her that? Like, tell her what? Dean being really shy about this is hilarious to me because of course he is. But And Sam being so desensitized to how weird Dean is just bring that up. <laughs> Can you imagine just sitting in a room and like the thing that you learn about like what is arguably your good friend that you've been through a lot of wars with is that he's really into hentai? Like if I found yeah. out you were really into hentai all of a sudden, I'd be like, you know what? I mean, that's fine. I, I just have he to adjust. Be, Give me a moment. He would maybe be casually just saying it like, oh, hey, mom, by the way, let oh, me tell you about my friend. I wouldn't casually be saying it. I would make sure I would be saying it all the time, professionally and with a loudspeaker. Yeah. Okay. So unfortunately, uh, the fun ends here because Jody gets a call and uh, she comes back in tears because she just found out that her friend named Asa Fox, um, an old hunter, an old friend, is uh, he has died. Um, and the boys, they don't know this person, but they do recognize his name from from Ellen, from from the Roadhouse days, which that's a that's a callback. Yeah. Uh, 
And I don't know why I was just like, I kept being surprised. I was like, how, what, how does Jody know this dude? Like she ain't been in this life for long enough, but at this point it's been seven years since she was introduced to the show. Yeah. So she's had time. She's had time. Um, I love, yeah. I love the fact this dude rolled through town, like chasing something and tried to sell himself as an FBI agent, Fox Mulder. Cause his yeah. name is fucking Fox. And she was like, nah, fam, I'm in the biz. I know what's, I know what's going on. <laughs> you can't get this past me. Also, I've seen X-Files. Okay. <laughs> also X-Files exist in this universe so you can't yeah. really get away with that um sam and dean kind of insist on coming to this wake because uh they've never been to one their, their dad would never let them go to a wake which seems super fucking weird like i guess and like there's no kids at this thing so i guess that makes that's probably still yeah. in effect but they want to go check this th- this place out it i think i talked about this at the time it is weird that they didn't have like a funeral for bobby like they had like they they burned his body or whatever but like they they didn't like there's no wake. They didn't invite anybody. I think I talked about this on no. the podcast. I was really upset about it for some reason. <laughs> he has a lot of friends and they should have been invited. Exactly. Bobby was a popular guy. They yeah. just burned him in the woods somewhere. Um, except for his hat. Um, so yeah, they, they all drive flask. up to Canada. It's a lot of yeah, lore. It's, it's yeah, a lot of lore. A lot of, a lot of haunted stuff. That got left behind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, okay. So they drive up to Canada to go to this hunter funeral and they get in there and we're just we're just having fun with the hunter boys for the rest of the episode. That's it. Also, on the way over there, Alice in Chains is playing. Yeah, like um, they're just like ripping it. They're just and they get to the. I like because when they pull up to this house, like they get out of the car and like you can hear it blaring from the inside of the house. Like these hunters are just drinking and blaring '90s like grunge music. It's fucking great. Yeah. I love it. And they get in there and it's just like. Ace, is it Asa or Asa? I've already forgot. Asa. Asa. Okay. So they, they go in there and they meet his mom and who's just like, obviously she's not a hunter, but she's fully aware of the life and all mm-hmm. of the hunters chilling at her house. Um, and they just start like meeting all these different hunter dudes who treat Sam and Dean like they're celebrities, um, which is kind of funny. They don't go too hard on it. It's, I mean, they go a little bit with the guy Elvis who just really fangirls over Sam. Um, but the uh for the most part it's just like oh shit we've heard like a ton of stories about you like is this true whatever um and i just kind of liked the general vibe they were going for her everybody was having fun everybody like vaguely knew who somebody else was it was a good time the uh when dean introduces himself after getting a beard um he says you know i'm dean winchester and everybody like looks around and is like you're the dean winchester like did you die like four times he's like yeah it didn't stick like and he's clearly uncomfortable like have of people talking about him over like around him. Um, but at the same time, like you can see that he's gratified of that people know about him and that his like re- yeah. reputation is still out there. I can't believe he didn't bring up the Hitler thing. Cause he said it to Jody the first time he saw it in this episode. I, I feel like the Hitler thing would have come up. Like if they, if they were able to complete this night, right? Like it definitely would have yeah. come up and Sam would be there. Like it's the only time you get to brag about that. And Sam would be like, yeah, yeah I was there. Like I, I wouldn't lie about Hitler. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he would say there's Nazi <laughs> necromancers are called the Thule, and everybody's losing their fucking minds because all they do is hunt werewolves and Wendigos. So <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it's only Sam and Dean whoever gets to do the real deep shit. <laughs> this dude, not this dude, Elvis is like, I've been chasing Wendigos in the woods for twenty fucking years, and you're telling me you're after Nazi necromancers? When do yeah. I get my level up? Who's, who do I get my call for my promotion? Game. Jesus, um, you had a reaper so, yeah, with you in here? What the fuck? Y'all man? brought a reaper tonight. <laughs> you to brought a reaper to a wake? That's rude. <laughs> Don't you that know seems, the code? <laughs> that does not seem tasteful. <laughs> it's not seem tasteful. <sighs> Oh, shit. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, everybody's just chilling. Um, yeah. 
we are introduced and, to uh, who I called some a pair of twins I, that I called the Witch Kids. Um, I believe their names kids. are Alicia and Max. Um, they are they were kids that they tell um, Sam that they were raised by a witch, but it was a good one. She, she taught them both how to uh, do good magic and seduce men. Um, and Sam is clearly having a lot of fun with these two when Elvis interrupts and is like, dude, you got possessed by the devil. And these witch kids are like, no, man, chill. don't, don't, don't bring it. Just chill. Just, just chill. Just dial it down. Take like 20%. We, a, we got a vibe going right now and you're absolutely not vibing. This is, this is a guy that has never vibed once in his entire life. That can no. like, he, he walks into the weed circle and immediately everyone's like, I, I got a jet. I have other weed to go smoke yeah, somewhere else. <laughs> My mom's calling. I got a bail. <laughs> Dude, this is your house. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> see you later. Um, so yeah, whatever. Uh Sam and Dean eventually they they convene and they're like, holy shit, all these people are telling stories about this. Y'all hearing this? Um, but they they kind of find out that this Asa dude was like the real deal. Um, he was a good hunter, he made a lot of friends, and he seemingly died on the job. And uh that's kind of like an affirmation to Dean um, that, you know, hunting is their way of life. And uh, this is a firm reminder that hunting only ends one way. And that's usually dying on the job. Yep. Um, they're, they're, they're having this conversation over an angel knife that Aza had. Yeah. So, like, he, they, we know that he was legit, right? And he also killed five Wendigos in one night, which I think was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, drink every time they bring it up. Yep. Uh, that's their rule, not ours. Yeah, I mean, you can if you want to. Uh, get your get your ciders out. This Monster of the Week Discord. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of weirdo fucking cider drinkers all of a sudden. Um, <laughs> the Monster of the Week door. All they know is lie, watch Merlin, and drink cider. <laughs> that's the that's the Discord experience that's now. The, that's one hundred percent the experience. Um, but I, I, this conversation was kind of weird to me because I feel like. We've we've covered this ground already. Like, and I, you, you called it yeah. like a reaffirmation, and I guess that's what it was doing with Dean saying, like, you know, this is just how you go. And Sam's like, really, it's just what you want to do. And I'm like, man, this is. Are, are you guys already talking about ending the show? Like, we've we've had yeah. this conversation. You told Barry yeah. the, like three episodes ago that this is what you were you were you were doing. Like, this was your life now that you were committed to it. That this is your family and this is what you're going to do. Like, why are you being weird about dying on the job? Yeah, so, I, it just. They don't dwell on it, thankfully, because it's just I, I get that it would come up in this situation, but um, we've had this conversation 900 times. That's it. OK, <laughs> I'm glad you agree, because I was like, I, have we done this? Like, am I being weird with this or, or what? Yeah, I don't know. Um, um, so who's the guy who keeps telling stories? Chuck or something? It's not Chuck. Bucky. What is it? Bucky? Bucky. 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 Yeah. So uh, some people have left and it's time for that part of the night where everybody gets super drunk together. Um, and Bucky's just telling stories, saying how Jody and Asta had like a thing, like a mm-hmm. relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Asta was a big hit with the ladies. So it's no wonder that Jody, you know, got a little hunter action. No Word. sweat. Word. No sweat. Uh, um, Elvis wanders down the hall. Or, no, no, no. I'm sorry. This is uh, Randy Bull, is this guy's name. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, imagine Randy, he's a Randy Bull, dude. It's not just who, what I'm called, it's who I am. It's what I do. Yes. That's right. But I love this shot because they show him walking down the hallway to the kitchen, getting a beer and the camera stops and you see him like, 
go out of frame and you can't really see the kitchen, but it's really spooky and like really effective. And he comes back towards the camera and like, you know, something's weird is about to happen. Like you could just feel it creeping. And then the camera shifts to a straight up like top down shot. And then from the side, somebody just like just stabs the dude with a knife and like drags him into the thing. All you see is just like a quick like and like goes straight through his throat. and He gets drug in the back and like it's just like that. It was so good and creepy, right? It was um, it was very, very effective for something that I, 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 I wish that they did more of it. I still think this is a really good episode, so this mm-hmm. is really a complaint. It's just that this whole thing was so good that I wanted a whole episode that was like that. Um, just like this this creeping thing, kind of like picking people off as they go, because it doesn't really happen like that again. Um, but this this whole the direction of this this whole scene is like really good. Yeah, it's um, I, 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 I wanted more of, of this and I'm completely satisfied with what we got. I think this is a good episode, but like this was like a just a glimpse of give me a whole episode like this. Like, I, I want this bad. Um, they could have, uh, you know, it's almost like they were going to give us like, a slasher movie vibe. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. Mary Winchester is the final girl. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Woo, let's do it. Let's do it. Come on. We get three seasons left. There's still time. I would love. They've done. They feel like they've done slasher movie kind of stuff before, but I can't. They probably um, have. Yeah, I feel like one of the one of the ghost houses. Anyway, Mary Winchester so shows just up. Then, yeah, to, <laughs> to distract us from all that, Mary Winchester walks in, and they we just see her boots at first. You're like, oh shit, what's going on here? Um, but yeah, it's, it's Mary. Um, she heard the news. She she knew him, so she showed up. Dean is obviously pretty shocked. Um, a few minutes later, they're over here introducing Mary to Jody. Yep. <laughs> who was like, holy shit, how did you guys not tell me your mom came back to life? Uh, but she's like freaking out. She's like being the nicest person ever and like borderline tears in her eyes because she's like, oh my God, my sweet sons, they have their mom back. And she goes and she hugs Mary and it's it's very touching. But then she reads the room. <laughs> and she realizes that <laughs> it's a little bit uh, uncomfortable. Uh, Dean kind of is super passive aggressive about this. He's like, where have you been? And Mary's like, you know, I've been, I've been all over. I went back to Lawrence and I've been following uh, dad's diary around a little bit. And, you know, I just, I just needed to to have some time alone. He's like, well, we could have gone with you. You know, I, you know, we, we could have been there. And eventually he just kind of becomes a, a, a little bit of an asshole about this and, and walks off. And Mary goes to chase him down and Sam kind of stops her, uh, which I think is for the good. Dean, it's it, I'm really conflicted about Dean acting kind of passive aggressive towards Mary throughout most of mm-hmm. this episode. I I a hundred percent agree that and we're gonna get into it a lot towards the end of this episode, that Mary is going through some shit and like needs some time. And I hundred percent agree that Dean has to have like incredible hurt feelings over that. And way more than yeah. Sam, because like Sam never knew this chick. So to him, mm-hmm. any time is is a plus. This, this is just some broad to him, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is just some six-foot-seven broad that birthed him. Um, you can't really tell that Mary Winchester's that tall in the show. Like, they can't – they do the – but yeah. she's six-foot-seven, trust us. Um, yeah, she is. She is. But to Dean, this is a, this is a personal rejection. rejection. So I, I kind of came down to it like this is – I think this is an actual reaction that someone would have. And it makes me mm-hmm. uncomfortable because I, I want be- I want Dean to do better – but also, I think it's like well written at the same time. So I think for I'm sure, fine for with sure. it. I just took me a while to get there. Yeah. Um, and you know, his the thing that really sets him off here is that like, hey, I can't even get so much as a as a text back from you, and yet you're driving to Canada for some dude you haven't seen in 30 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you know, that's kind of where the the hurt feelings are are, are coming from here. Um, and yeah, it, it it makes sense. But um, I think. 
Sam wisely separates the two of them for now. Um, mm-hmm. And then Jody kind of steps in uh, as Dean is, is heading out to get some air. Uh, sh- she steps in and she's like, so your mom's back. This is uh, this is pretty epic stuff. She just <laughs> but, keeps saying wow over and over again. Yeah. It makes me love Jody so fucking much. She's just like, wow. <laughs> she's her calling it epic stuff. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's correct, Jody. Um, somebody is still a little bit shocked by some of this. That's good. Um, but she, she, I, I think is, is super supportive here because she, she says, I would want my husband and son back more than anything. And I would do anything to get them back, but I'd I'd be scared of what that would be like, because what if I changed or what if they changed and what if things weren't the way that I wanted them to be? Um, and she doesn't try to force Dean to talk, but she she lends her ear and says, if you ever need me, I'm here. And I think those words and the way that she expresses her own fear of this kind of situation kind of consoles him just a little bit so he can kind of maybe cool off a little bit and go just drink from Bobby's flask up front. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Like, I think Jody is the real MVP here. Um, yeah. Really, when we were going through all of this bullshit Satan um, God stuff from last season, like they should have just called Jody and been like, hey. We got we got a family situation. We need you to weigh in uh-huh. on like, can you solve this <laughs> these differences? Um, she does a really good job here. Mary goes to grab a beer and um, runs into Lorraine, who is Asa's mom. Um, that she introduces herself to Lorraine, and Lorraine recognizes her name and says, "You know, you're the reason my son didn't become an astronaut." And she hands uh, Mary this box of greeting cards um, that over the years Aza wrote to Mary. So he had been like yeah. writing this to her, but because she was such this mysterious person and they didn't know who she was. She uh, eventually just like he just put them in this box. So Lorraine is extremely mad or at least bitter about uh, Mary introducing her sons at such a young age to this life. Even though Mary saved this kid's life, it introduced him to the hunter life. So he didn't have a family. He didn't settle down. He was always putting himself in danger. And now, of course, here here we are and he's dead before her, which is a a parent's worst nightmare. Um, And they, you know, there's nothing that Mary can do about this, right? Like, it's just, it's a feeling that a mom's going to have. But I love the fact that they, like, take the time to address it in the episode. Like, it feels exactly what this mom would be feeling, like, having probably one too many cocktails being surrounded by people playing Alice in Chain music and drinking yeah. beers. Like this is, this feels very like real and lived in, in, in a way that I, I'm really surprised by. Yeah. And um, I think that Mary is justified when she gets her like one word in to, to defend herself where she's like, I saved his life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, she can't deny anything else that this woman is telling her. So um, yeah, it's a heavy scene. It's, and, and I'm glad that they included this like little, character moment just before everything else is about to hit the fan yeah um it's weird that i mean we're spending a lot of time on this but i think the build-up really deserves it like all of these characters are are well thought, like all of these character interactions are well thought out and kind of poignant in a way and yeah and the rest of the episode is going to be like almost pure action but it's going to be some really good shit so it it feels like it expanded the world of supernatural and also brought it closer together like all in one quick like 20 minute segment just with everybody hanging out in this house with other hunters and at least for the most part there's no like animosity it's not hunters being like oh you're that psychic kid like we gotta kill you there's none of that stuff is going on it's just like dudes just talking not just dudes uh, dudes and uh lady dudes um just talking and um it just for some reason it made the world of supernatural seem more close-knit in a cool way yeah 
I, this is like over the last 12 years that we've been hanging out with these hunks. This is the thing that I think they've really been missing is having like mm -hmm. this um, found family or just this like network of people. And I think that, you know, you don't really it's hard to do this kind of stuff on a TV show um, to, to pull like, you know, random people in regularly. And it's kind of a pain in the ass. And fans always want like they can't even keep Garth around, much less like any other woman that's ever been a, a guest star on yeah. this besides Jody and Donna. But, you know, it's, it would be hard to do that. But I'd still want them to have that support network um, for sure. Sam and Mary um, run into each other um, and. She tells Sam that it's her fault that Aza did this, and she's and he's like, absolutely not. He made his own choices. He saved a bunch of fucking people, and she's kind of kind of sad about this stuff. She says, you know, I, I everywhere I go and everything I do just feels wrong. And and Sam kind of is like, hey, you don't you don't have to apologize or, or explain to me. I I get it. Like you're you need space, and Dean is terrified that by taking that space, you're he's going to lose you. And that's crazy, right? And you know, I, obviously, this is like in your blood and something that you want to do because you were doing this after you had told John that you had retired from it. Like this was in 1980. Like you, this job is crazy and insane, but it's in our blood and it's who we are. Mary actively tried to run from it, and it just she she never could. Uh, Sam did the same thing. Sam actively tried to run from it, and he could not do it. Um, it it for better or worse, it does seem to be in them. Um, I like that Mary, I don't like, it's just something that came to mind earlier uh, when, when Mary was talking about how she was like going through all these, these uh, journal entries and going back to Lawrence and all this stuff that she says, everyone I, I knew is dead. And that is like super heavy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's something that we don't really talk about with this like time travel thing. It's like all of the, the people that like her father that Sam killed. <laughs> Like all of these other people are gone and her and her sons are are pushing 40. Like it's so weird and different. But anyway, they're in this room talking this out and and suddenly they're they're looking at Asa's body and blood drips down on top of him. And they look up uh and and what's his name? Randy Randy Bull. Randy Bull. Is, <laughs> he is tied up, killed on the ceiling, which I can imagine would evoke some feelings for these two. Yep. Uh somebody mm -hmm. being dead on the ceiling. Uh but yeah, holy shit. Okay, a man is dead. We we got to get together. There's some stuff going on. It's time for things to pop off. Uh, they and run then they don't they don't even waste a second. They get in there and everyone's like, "Yo, y'all smell sulfur." And Sam is like, "That was not me. I it's swear to God, not me. No, I did not fill these forty-seven L's with anything other than what they're supposed to be filled with." Uh, this episode takes a darker. <laughs> what are turn. they supposed to be filled with, Sam? <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Here's my mom. <laughs> yeah, here's, she, please talk to my mom. Um, this episode takes kind of a dark turn when you realize that they didn't have time to cut Randy down throughout the rest of this episode until like the very oh, end no. so that dude has just been dripping blood on top of this other dead body for a while which is super gross um damn it randy they tell everybody else and bucky who is oz's like best friend says oh this is jl and i just want to confirm that the demon's name well they didn't or no it's jl j-a-e-l i thought it with the demon's name was like jl like like the fucking justice league Initials. or something yeah i thought yeah that's what i got so I was like, this but is the like, dumbest demon name I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, uh, so it's just JL as in it's a full word. It's not just two letters. Yeah. So this okay. JL was Asa's like arch nemesis. Um, mm -hmm. He has a thing for hanging people and for making people hang themselves. Uh, they immediately try to leave once they see sulfur. But uh, one of the witch kids is like, oh, we can't. And he like waves his arm and they can see it's all been warded. Uh, they can't. 
nobody can leave. Uh, that's when we flick to Dean, who is on the outside drinking on the Impala, and um, he is approached by Billy the Reaper. Ooh, fun little surprise here. Didn't expect to see her. Didn't, and and extremely glad to see her. She's awesome. She's great. Yeah, she kicks ass. Um, and he's like, "Oh shit, what are you doing here?" And she's like, "I mean, I'm, I'm here to read people. Yeah, that's what I do." So, <laughs> and just in like the most casual way possible, essentially tells Dean, "Like, oh yeah, somebody in there just died." <laughs> uh, so too bad it wasn't you, huh? Yeah. Um, he of course freaks out, tries to start breaking in. And it doesn't work. Like it's all warded up, so she can't do anything. On the inside, uh, you know, we have this circle of hunters who realize that you know a demon has to be possessing one of them. Uh, the only people that hasn't been there the whole time was Alicia, one of the witch kids, and Dean Winchester. Um, and then they start saying like, "Oh, well, we can. We need." She's like, "I'm not possessed. Like, throw some holy water on me." But nobody has any, and the water's cut off, so they can't bless mm-hmm. some more, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, um, I honestly like they could have made this into like a movie. Like yeah, the way that this, I love this, this. this like twist comes, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And you know, I think it does suffer a little bit because they burn through it so fast. There's like nine minutes of this, and that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> It's quick, um, but the the very like quick twists of like oh shit they're trapped in here they can't get out there's a demon in here they don't know who it is I wish at some point Sam would just be like yeah me and my bro have these tattoos you should all get them <laughs> they're very effective um, but I don't want to say that this demon was scary but I, I kind of like that we have a threatening demon for a change it's not just some goofball it's a you know it's a it's a crossroads demon with the red eyes mm-hmm. and it poses a major threat to everybody here. Yeah, and it's like it's already killed one person. Um, it after a, some brief conversation about all this holy water stuff, uh, it's revealed that Alicia is being possessed currently, um, and her eyes turn red and says like We're gonna have a good time tonight." Uh, and then JL smokes out of her, and then they they realize they don't actually know who else is in this in this house because people have been kind of coming and going all day. So mm-hmm. Jody kind of takes command and splits everybody up and says, "You know, we're gonna have a partner." Go look for humans. If you encounter any demons, then like run away, come find us. And if your partner gets possessed, then definitely run away, come find us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dean, who is still on the outside, realizes that Billy had to get inside somehow. Um, and Billy is kind of amused at Dean's attempts at all this. She's obviously like not on Team Winchester at all. She's waiting for this dude to die at any point. Um, and says, like, hey, I could get you in, but it's going to cost you something. And it's a one way trip. I'm not going to let you out again. And then he, yeah. we, we see this from the perspective of Lorraine and Elvis, who is this like super nerdy guy in a cowboy shirt, basically. And he is just tossed through the door and like a shining blue light. And I'm like, man, yeah. Elvis must worship the guy, the, the ground that this dude walks on. This is fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, but they talk for like two seconds and then uh, Elvis is like, yeah, I'm the demon. Yep. Uh, let's fight. knife fight time. So they just start knife fighting. Yes. Uh, there's and like for the first time in a while, Dean is like, let's, let's do an exorcism. I haven't done one of those in a while. I haven't yeah. killed, haven't killed, sent a demon back to hell in like 12 seasons. Let's, let's see what's that. What that's like because you know he like he met this guy earlier so he feels a little bit bad just mm-hmm. killing him because they don't care about their victims anymore that's no, not on 100%, their, on their 100% checklist. Yeah. yeah but now he's like oh i do know this guy maybe i shouldn't stab him um they 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 knife it up for a while and then um just as he's about to start the possession 
uh, JL snaps this dude's neck, and it's it's actually like a really cool effect. Like you see the head twist around on a body, mm-hmm. and it just collapses. Um, it's, it's kind of like that, like classic exorcism head head twisting thing. Yeah, it's like, exactly. It's a lot, you know, a lot more fatally. <laughs> I, I think this is a really cool, like, kind of scary moment, really, because it like ups yeah. the ante of like if this demon starts making these dudes kill themselves, even though they're hunters. Like that's that's really freaky. I think it's undercut because Lorraine just start screaming uncontrollably. Did you did you notice this? Like it's just yeah. the weirdest like she is just like hollering in the background. <laughs> that's that's you know, that's a five martini holler. <laughs> she is just she is upset and she doesn't care who knows about it. She's just like ah! Ah! She is just <laughs> letting it fly. It is both of my dogs are like, Are you serious right now yeah. with that? Everyone in the rest of the house was like, Is that a ghost? <laughs> what the fuck is that? It was so it was so out there, it kind of pulled me out a little bit, but it was it was very funny. funny. Yeah. And this is again like we are moving fast. The demon mm-hmm. has now gone through two people at least. And I wish that we had 43 minutes or whatever these supernatural episodes are of them just reminiscing having mom drama at, at a hunter party. Yes. And then at the end, we get a two-parter with the twist. Oh, shit. Somebody's been killed. Oh, shit. We're all trapped in here and Dean's outside. Part two. Uh, because I loved all of the, the hunter stuff so much. And honestly, the twist of this episode could have been Mary Winchester showing up and that just being a, a dramatic focal point you know we didn't need action we didn't need a demon but we got it and that's also really good which again makes me wish that we just had two full episodes one of the the hunter stuff and the drama and then the other one of the actual case um i think it would have gotten really old but i think it would have been really funny or really really good if um exactly what you say happened like the climax of this two-parter of the first episode of the two-parter would be mary winchester entering and we've spent like 40 something minutes kind of like people keep disappearing in weird ways and like we get mm-hmm. that but nobody has realized it yet uh but what really happens is people keep telling old hunter stories and we get all of these like cool like monologue performances and they keep bringing up like Mary Winchester or John Winchester and uh. and like Sam and Dean have just never heard about it and then of course you know they're looking at each other like do we tell them like we don't even she's not responding <laughs> to the text like we don't know and then she shows up at the end of an episode and everybody's freaked out and she's like a demon is here let's go and then like we do all of this stuff for the next 45 minutes would have been extremely cool again this is not a complaint nope. this is more of a, this is a wish yeah. because we liked this episode so much <laughs> i just wanted more of it like that's the highest mm-hmm. compliment i can pay to these things i exactly. just wanted more of it um um Okay, so Elvis's neck has been snapped. Yes. Everyone meets back up, and as soon as everyone meets back up, the lights go out. Um, and I love that just, like, Dean's got Ruby's knife out, and everyone's like, oh, is that like, is that like a demon killing blade? Like, that's, that's pretty cool. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. it's just, like, these One little shot. things that, you know, we're so used to, to it's, it's like a, you know, a civilian, a normal person who's not used to any of this shit, but if everyone here is a hunter. So like, oh shit, that's that's dope that you have that. <laughs> and, and they um, all like, I like this too because it's an inversion of what we usually see, which is Sam and Dean having to like boss people around who don't know what they're uh-huh. doing. Instead, like everybody goes to get supplies. Uh, Sam immediately starts drawing a devil's trap and they start talking about it. Like the witch kids are like, what kind of pentagram are you using? And he's like, dude, it's just a normal fucking pentagram, okay? <laughs> My mom is here. I'm not going fancy. <laughs> and yeah, they're like, we well, we like time. we like a Mars ascending pentagram. And he's like, can you just shut the fuck up, witch kid? I'm working here. Um, Although, please show me how to do that later. <laughs> yeah, we got it. You need to friend me on Facebook and shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this 
I mean, Sam, Sam he appreciates an artistic flair. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but not yeah. now. But that's, not there's now. a time and a place, which <laughs> kids, a dial it down. <laughs> We're definitely going to have a threesome later if this, is, if this was any other CW yeah. show. <laughs> if this keeps up. <laughs> We're going upstairs. <laughs> they end up in the room uh, where where what's his name is still on the roof. Oh um, God! Oh God! Randy. Um, He's like, yeah, you know, I okay. don't need the demon blood anymore. But every once in a while, you know, I get I get a craving. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, they're in the dark. They're setting this up. Mary has left the room. She's gone and got the angel blade that was that we saw on display earlier. Um, oh, and the uh, Jody, the, de- the devil's trap. I think this is actually really cool because uh, Dean's like, let's do a devil's trap, and Mary's like, what? Like, how would we get them in there? And he's like, no, 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 we're all going to get in there. And whoever can't enter is the demon. And she's like, that's a yeah. good fucking idea. And he's like, yeah, mom, I've been doing this. I'm 40 now. I've been doing this for yeah. a while. <laughs> mom, I've literally, I'm 40 and I've been doing it for 36 years. So. I don't, I don't have an IRA, but I know what they are. Okay. I'm that old. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Um, yeah. So uh, when, when Mary comes back, Jody is immediately like to Sam, uh, yeah, it's your mom. Your mom's possessed. I, she left the room. It's got to be her. And it's so frantic that Sam is immediately like, that, you're not fucking Jody. Are you crazy? <laughs> Jody would never do that. Like, like I don't buy this at all. <laughs> Jean's like, yeah, we're not, we're not buying this lady. <laughs> uh, and Jody immediately is like, you got to stab her with the knife. And like, that's not yeah. something that Jody says that's at all. That's not even how she talks. <laughs> anything. Um, so Sam and Dean try to make a move and the demon just like TKs them to the floor. Uh, Mary lunges with the angel knife, but uh, it only like scrapes her shoulder and, and Sam like grabs her, pulls her off. I was like, Hey, that's Jody. We can't kill her. Like that's because I think Mary says like that. What are you doing? That's a demon. We kill demons. And he's like, well, not when they're in our friends. Like we're not going to do that. Yeah. Um, if it was a stranger, we'd kill it. But yeah, <laughs> it's, absolutely. <laughs> if it was some innocent person, that's no problem. But that's Honestly, Jody. if it was back in Elvis, I'd kill it. <laughs> yeah, if it was anybody, in here but jody and like i don't know the mom was giving me some eyes lately like you know how those old women do <laughs> mary's yeah, like yeah, i do yeah. not in fact know how those old women do samuel <laughs> what are you samuel, talking about <laughs> please explain yourself samuel <laughs> how do them old women do samuel winchester <laughs> like well you know ask the witch kids which kids are like oh we don't uh, no we do don't not. put this uh, on us don't know uh how do you unsend a facebook request yeah um, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. um all right so the demon tosses everybody to the ground um jody's doing a good job here of um not being jody and by jody i mean the actress who yes. plays jody yeah. kim manners kim manners mm-hmm. got it no good no no kim director. Rhodes. that's a former director yeah Rhodes. kim Rhodes. kim manners was a former director of supernatural right everybody can stop hollering at their, at their at yeah their we got we got it right away it was kim media. all right yeah. i should have just said kim <laughs> kim uh, Rhodes. okay <clears throat> yes kim Rhodes. kim manners i do believe yeah he was the director who passed away who used to work mm-hmm. on supernatural okay Okay. Um, yeah, so everybody is um, getting tossed around. The demon's been inside everybody at this point, basically, except for Sam and Dean, because they got the tattoos. Um, <laughs> and she um, she's just calling everybody's secrets out. Um, they're like, yo, uh, witch kids, we know that ass is your dad. That's cool for you. Yep. Um, we know that the, the, the mom tried to sabotage his, his hunter life. She was always messing with his car and stuff, so he couldn't go on hunts. That seems normal. Um Jody uh, fantasized she, about a, a life with Aza, like without this hunting stuff, like maybe they can be together. Um, she she calls Lucifer. She said she hopes that everything that she's heard about Sam uh, being possessed by Lucifer is true because that makes Lucifer deliciously weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bucky tries to make his move here and the demon grabs him by the throat and starts demanding that Bucky tell him what he did because he took something away from the demon. Um, and this is where like the whole group starts doing the exorcism and Sam Dean and the witch and the witch kids like started off and they just keep like, you know, 
saying it like they go one from one to the other and then bucky announces like it was me i killed aza and mary is able to finish the exorcism and the demon goes to hell and there's no more demon for the rest of the episode like problem one problem solved another problem has introduced itself i was really i'm i'm fine with like this whole bucky thing and we're gonna deal with it a minute man i wanted more demon stuff like i wanted way more demon stuff i'm glad these people are alive like i like because i want the witch i want the witch kids to come back yeah i do too um yeah they burned through everything so fast by the time he's like made this fourth reveal of the episode we've got like three minutes left (laughs) and now we've got to unpack all this other shit so we find out that bucky was out on a hunt they were best friends. They were doing their thing. Uh, Bucky wanted to back out of this hunt. Asa did not. Bucky ended up like kind of shoving him. He fell, hit his head. He killed his friend by accident. But instead of coming back to his friends and family and saying like, hey, this is what happens. an accident. I'm devastated. He staged the death to make it seem like Asa, uh, Asa uh, was killed by this demon that he's been, you know, fighting for for years now so he hung him um and everybody thinks that that fucking sucks yes um but instead of just like killing him because he immediately is like all right i gotta accept the consequences of what i've done what are you gonna do to me um and they say you love to tell stories so you know we're gonna tell everybody this story about you we're gonna we're gonna sully your name um which seems like a fitting fitting punishment in this in this case because he didn't mean to kill his friend but he certainly did not need to do what he did after killing him uh, the next morning, they salt and burn the four hunter bodies that are dead. Um, I, I must be missing somebody because there's just three, right? Did I was there's there another? Three. Yeah, this, there's Maybe Atha, I just, okay. there's Elvis and um, Randy Bull. <laughs> Randy Bull. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Chris, let's just, let's just get it out of the way so we don't have to remember to do it later. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Um, all right, you know. Or fuck Mary uh, Hunt. Like, I'm sorry. Fuck Mary yeah. Hunt is what we do on this. I'm, shit. You know, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm hunting Elvis. I don't like him. Yeah. Uh, Asta mm-hmm. seems like he was a pretty good lay. Okay. And um, who's the other? Randy Bull. Unfortunately, I'm marrying Randy Bull, and I think I'm regretting that. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it is what it is. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta marry Asta. He just seemed like too much of a cool dude. He's and he's a guy with a beard with a jeep. Like you know. You we're, we're gonna go like you know cave diving <laughs> we're gonna or go something jeeping. yeah we're gonna go jeep somewhere that's gonna be awesome uh we're gonna do it a lot like i'm eventually gonna get tired of going jeeping with him and it's gonna be like can i just fucking play near automata already like jesus christ Ozda, chill out <laughs> why are we on. jeeping all the time um anyway i feel like he'd respond to a lot of conflict like negotiation and stuff so i feel like that's a good that's a good mary um hunt would definitely be elvis and then uh yeah fuck would be randy bull because that dude seemed legit he seemed cool Cool. All right. So, so no need to write that in, everybody. Um, as there, as everyone's watching this body, these bodies burning. Um, the mom says to Mary that she's like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't. I. I was wrong to come at you like that." Um, I actually, it turns out that he did have a family. Like, so I'm going to go introduce myself to those uh kit those two witch kids over there since they're done having a threesome with your <laughs> extremely large son mm-hmm. um and then uh mary apologizes to jody to, for um hitting her with the knife and jody's like hey you know no, no worries but you know i'm i just need to tell you that i, I know your sons were well and i they are some of the best men i ever know um and they are they are they're good men and mary says i know and they are not the problem oh it's me 
I'm the problem. I'm the problem, mom. Wait, I'm the I'm mom problem. I'm no, wait, problem. this this doesn't work. <laughs> How do I do this? Me me problem. <laughs> She's looking at her hands. <laughs> me problem. I'm me problem. mom. Oh me no. Mom. Me mom and problem. Back heaven go now. <laughs> Jody is just slow. <laughs> just walking away backwards. Like, hey guys, there may be another demon here, or I don't know. I'm me mom problem. <laughs> How does she, does she always do this? Is she like this all the time? No, we don't. Oh, that's news to us too. This is- <laughs> yeah. Dean's like, I wouldn't know, Mom. <laughs> I wouldn't know if that was normal for you, Mom. Me problem, Mom. Me, <laughs> Mom problem. Me, me is what I would do with Dean just over there screaming. <laughs> Everyone's drawing their guns. Everyone's very concerned. <laughs> the witch kids are like, Did we really d- bone down with that dude? <laughs> Mom, me problem, am. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> so Billy shows up. And, then and she's like, I gotta up. put this woman <laughs> back. Yeah, this is, I can't let this go on any further. She's These malfunctioning. <laughs> These boys will never finish a podcast if this is the bit for all of season 12. It's just not gonna work. <laughs> me, my problem, <laughs> me, me, reap bomb now. Me, reap bomb now. <laughs> she's like, oh no, it's spreading to me. Oh God, it's a virus. <laughs> Uh, so apparently the deal that Billy made with Dean to get him indoors, which is that she would get to take somebody. Is that what she? Yeah, I don't here. I don't understand what this is because it's not followed up on uh, because Billy specifically says that she can't murder anybody like she's she's she, there are rules. Uh, but I guess Dean promised that Billy would be able to take one of uh, we'd be able to take a Winchester um, and she wants Mary and uh and she walks over to Mary and says, you know, I'm a big believer in what dies stays dead. And of course, Mary tries to defend herself. It's like, I didn't ask to be, to come back here. Like this was out of my control. Yeah. And she says, you know, no, you didn't, but I can tell that you hate it. You have that look, you have a dead man's look. And, uh, Mary just kind of stops talking and is just like looking. And you can tell like Dean and Sam want her to, to deny it, to be like, no, happy me, me son. And it doesn't, yeah. it, they, she is not happy. Me son. Um, me happy have son. <laughs> no happy. No son is what she tells Billy. No it's very it. weird. No happy. No son. <laughs> Jody over there is just writing stuff down. Like, I don't know what any of this means, but it's yeah. gold. <laughs> She's got her brain all scrambled. <laughs> um, and she says, well, so, so what's going to happen? Like, talk me through it. If you take me to heaven, what 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 happens? Do you have to kill me? And Billy says, "No, I'm not going to kill you. Uh, it's not going to hurt. It's you know this will be a mercy, um, but you but somebody will have to kill you." And she goes, "Well, well then I guess you'll have to wait for somebody to kill me." And I, dude, Billy's like fucking sneer and like Winchester's. Just the amount of venom she puts in that is so good. Like I, man, Billy is fast becoming my favorite character on Supernatural yeah, at this point. Yeah. She rules. Um, but yeah. Um, me mom stay son with so uh it's gonna be okay <laughs> for breakfast not for long term for breakfast. For, uh, breakfast. for breakfast for breakfast um yeah so mary uh is is she's gonna stick around or she's gonna stick a- around meaning on earth she's gonna stay alive uh and yeah just eat some breakfast with the boys she's not ready to fully commit to a to the full mom relationship yet um but baby steps you know and um as much as it maybe seems a little bit like crazy to even have to uh, sort of think about this epic stuff as Jody described it. Epic stuff. Uh, it kind of makes sense, you know, um, that she would need some time to to ease into things, and it's just a shame that it had to kind of come with this this seemingly big break and and cause Dean so much stress throughout all this. 
I um I I like the fact that Jody's conversation with Dean seemed to have mellowed him out on this a little bit. Um or maybe it was just the 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 adventures of the night and you know the potential danger that they were all in made him realize like hey and he doesn't say anything like this but like uh, you know I could have lost my mom in there like what am I doing you know what am I doing sniping at her when I do get to see her? Like I should just enjoy the time I have, like let's go get breakfast or whatever. Um, and I hope that we still, I hope this remains the thing where they're just like understanding of Mary and whenever Mary pops up, um, because yeah. like it, it's much more beneficial to me or not beneficial. That's not the right word I wanted to say, but like, it's much more, it's much more compelling to me to have these people be in a complicated, but otherwise like, striving towards a goal relationship than it is for mm-hmm. just somebody to be like, every time a character shows up, like, but you're a piece of shit. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want, like, that's just kind of boring to me. The thing yeah. that's really fucking disturbing to me about this last scene, um, that I, it, I just could not get out of my head is, um, when they invite her to breakfast and she's like, yeah, bacon. And they're like, Oh yeah, all the bacon. And then they turn around and like they're walking to the car or whatever, and the camera zooms out and you see that all of these bodies have been burning yeah. beside them. Like it yeah. would just smell like bacon in this parking lot that they're burning these bodies. Like the, throughout this entire conversation, like when you burn a body, it smells delicious. Like that's a fact. That is a fact that only fiction novels have taught me. <laughs> so it is a fact. Uh, I'm assuming those just, boys do their they do their homework. And so, so like, she's like, I'm hungry for bacon, and yeah. I know that it's supposed to be for them. Like oh, like Dean, like that's where Dean gets his love for bacon. Listen, everybody loves bacon okay that's just the thing yeah she lo- wanted bacon in that moment because she was smelling burning bobby bodies and also she says like yeah like all the bacon and sam is just looking around at between the two of them like you mean like you just ba- you're just gonna eat bacon it's like no way <laughs> is that it there's no <laughs> no pancakes no toast nothing you just bacon can you can one of you eat something green <laughs> anything green no green mob sick no green mob no green sick. Mom- <laughs> you'll get sick green no mom come on <laughs> Jody's like, oh, I was having to stand down too. Oh, God. Notes. <laughs> um, this, what, just what a fantastic episode! Like, it's yeah, uh, you know, anytime that we get to expand the supernatural universe with this hunter stuff, which is what I think brought you and I into the show uh, in the first place. Like these these kind of like hard knock dudes and dudettes um, mm-hmm. who have weird backgrounds, who have gone through some trauma, or maybe in some cases not gone through some trauma, um, but have crazy weird stories to tell like killing five wendigos in one night and has like characters and personalities like it just it just really works and of course this like weird almost like they they were kind of fainting at like a clue episode for a minute of like you know oh somebody did Uh it with the knife in the in the beer room or whatever um even though they didn't like fully realize that and i think given time they probably i think the two i think the writer and the director probably really wanted to do something like that um and I wish they had, but what we got was fucking great. And this is, this yeah. is, this is so good. The bomb stuff is just like the cherry on the cake to me. Like it works out once again, they're treating this whole Mary Winchester situation exactly the way I wanted to, when we talked about it at the end of season 11, like it's real emotions and real conversations and not just like yelling and screaming at each other. So, yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed this episode. I, I, enjoy the way that they're handling the Mary thing. And I, I think this is a good step forward for them as a crew. We still don't really have 
a a big bad for this season yet. Obviously, the British men of letters are there. We know that they're they're up to no good. But they and, and Lucifer's around as well. But so far, nothing has like directly stepped in front of them as like a major threat that they have to deal with. It's just been kind of stuff for the last couple episodes, and I've enjoyed that. But I'm I'm curious to see if it's going to start kicking off soon. I, um, this is this is for real. I'm not making this up for the podcast, but. Uh... Since we're winding down, down, I wanted to go back a page on the wiki so that I could see the preview tagline for the next episode. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, like the season 12 trailer started playing in the bottom right corner. And I swear to God, right as you were talking and said, there's just no main villain. I saw Hat Winchester getting out of his truck to look at Catch STL. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, he's coming back. Hat Winchester. Hat's coming back. Hat's coming back. Hat's coming back. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see, like, as much as I don't like this Lucifer stuff, I'm interested to see what they, what they do with it. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping we stick more towards the BOML than I am the Lucifer stuff. But next week's episode is, uh, teased by saying Rick Springfield rocks out as Lucifer. So not, not a lot of high hopes for Mm. missing Lucifer for Mm. a while. Mm. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. We very much appreciate it. Thank you to all the patrons over patreon.com slash monster of the week. We hope you are staying safe and sound out there. Uh, we love you all. You can go find all of our information at monsteroftheweek.cool, including merchandise. If you want to go buy some t-shirts, uh, Twitter links, all that other kind of garbage. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, everybody. garbage chris we're all garbage (laughs) me garbage all time me garbage all of me (laughs) if you think that's better than the dane or just 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 it was just worse in a different way (laughs) Uh, i don't know Okay, there we go. Hold yeah, on. This happened. Something happened when we we're doing all of this Discord stuff, and it's, it's made something you, happened. Yeah, it's made you guys into like a. You say you guys, but it makes your voice sound like a robot for some reason. I don't know huh. why. I my internet is kind of shitty right now. Hold on. It loves to do that. So I could be roboting out. Oh, maybe it's just my tone of my voice. No, no, this is it's it sounds super fucking weird, man. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like it was it, it was bizarre doing the whole thing. Wait, did it sound like that during the uh, live stream? Yeah, but only to me. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. Yeah, and it didn't when I was doing Ready Free Midworld. So huh. yeah, I don't know. What the f, bro? Yeah, it just sounds like you have a weird echo. Is I oh, mm, I don't shit, think shit, I do. Shit. Talk for me. Hello, hello. I gotta open up Audacity and start recording. That's important. Am I still roboting out? Like it's not like you're not doing like the T Pain thing. You just like it's like mm-hmm. someone put a filter on your voice. 
Maybe I just sound different now. You don't know. No, dude. This is this sounds like a like a like an actual filter that's put on your voice. Hmm. Oh wait, hold on. Try this. Talk to talk for me. Did you put a filter on my voice? Nope. But I figured it out. I usually okay. have one of the recording sources muted, so I was technically listening to you twice, which made it sound like an echo. Uh, okay. Isn't that well, exciting? Well. Isn't that outtake worthy? <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Problem fucking solved. It would probably found sound fine on the recording too, so I'll just sound like I'm fucking crazy. Woo. Uh boy, I'm thirsty. That's not a that's not a like innuendo. I'm just really <laughs> I need to crack into this water. <laughs> Get some water, my man. Get hydrate. You gotta hydrate sometimes. You gotta. Just, every once in a while, you gotta, you gotta hydrate. You got to do a little hydration. Um, I got man, that was a go ahead. That was a good episode that I just watched. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I didn't have to take notes. <laughs> it was so much going on. I wanted to keep my eyes on the screen. It's one of the few episodes that I've wanted to uh, watch twice. Yeah, recently. it was fun. Yeah, that one. Are we that talking about really the good. podcast or about the episode in the outtakes of the podcast? Yeah, I don't know what we're doing anymore, Chris. <laughs> Are we supposed to have Merlin chat? I guess so. I guess so. All rise. Merlin what's what's happening in Merlin uh we're about a little over halfway through season two now I think okay um see uh maybe episode eight of season two um we had our first two-parter nice I think I'm I think I'm about to do that's episode three and four right or four and five I think so something like that I won't even say what it is it's just it was a lot um (laughs) it's just it's like oh that was your first two-parter huh like I enjoyed it I enjoyed both episodes they were they were good but um it's just funny also, my am I do I sound way loud? Because my waveform is out of control right now. You uh you were sounding normal and then it went down significantly. Okay. Hold but on, if, if your waveform is kind of quiet, then like do it on your waveform. Beep beep. Yeah, no, my waveform is like normally like right in the middle, and it was like the full the full thing was just lighting up blue every time I spoke. So <laughs> um yeah, so where are you at in, in Merlin? Because uh Uther Pendragon, man, he's out of control. Um, I'm second season. I watched the first two episodes so far. Um, so I think I'm right at that first two-parter. Um, we we had the... I really like the stuff that they're doing with Mordred. Because um, we, we are introduced to him in season one. And then he is, like, cemented into a villain via Uther's actions on the people, on the druids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am still just kind of digging it. Like, it's still very, very dorky. And I'm not, like... Like I, I, I can't watch the show and and not have something else going on. Like I've been working through it and watching it. Uh-huh. Like if that makes sense. Like there's not a there's not a thing where I'm sitting there and like focusing all of my attention on Merlin. I see. I give it my full undivided attention. <laughs> yeah, that's that's on you, cuz that's all on you. <laughs> um, 
what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, so season one, it feels like, this isn't really a spoiler, but it just feels like they really work up that bromance, right? Like, they, they by, like, episode five, like, Arthur no longer treats Merlin like his servant. He treats him like his best friend in the whole world. And uh, it feels like they kind of just immediately reset that for season two. They're like, all right, guys. I was saying this in the Discord already, but they just... They 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 wanted to tease us with that with that friendship, mm-hmm. but they're like, but it's too soon. It's too soon. The prince can't be treating this little boy like his uh, best friend in the whole world. Also, they refer to Merlin at the beginning of every episode as a young boy. Yes. Um, I don't know what their ages are supposed to be. The actor's clearly in his twenties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like. I might believe seventeen and eighteen for some of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, Arthur looks like he's twenty seven. Like a handsome twenty-seven, he, he looks like he's he's known he's exfoliated a few times in his life, but he looks like a, he's look like he's twenty-seven. Um, the <clears throat> treating Merlin like a like a just a fucking shitbag is something that really bothers me coming into season two, man. Like it's just been it's a hard reset. <laughs> there's the one episode where, and this might be season one, but there's there's it could have been this the first episode. Um, yeah, it's the first episode because I kept saying this dude was a punk. Uh, the guy is like trying to steal some keys from Arthur to get into the mm-hmm. treasure room. And like, he just frames Merlin to look like a fucking idiot. And like Merlin doesn't need any help looking like an idiot. First off, no, like he, 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 he manages that on his own quite, quite often. But, uh, this dude makes him look even more like an idiot. And at one point, like, you know, Merlin is asleep in a pile of horse maneuver. And like, I, yeah, I gotta do that to my boy. <laughs> like, calm down, my man. It's just rude also, at this you, point. Is your opinion of Merlin solo, Arthur, that when you find him sleeping in a pile of horse manure, you don't think, hey, what's like, what happened? Are yeah. you okay? What's wrong? You just go, oh, really? You're napping here? No, he's clearly not napping. Although he doesn't do himself any favors because he's just like, I, I don't know, sir. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, sir. And the Arthur stuff is, is really weird as well uh, because he has these moments where he's like, I'm going to fight for the common people. Like father, you can't just close the gates of the castle and let everybody die to the plague. And his dad's like, yes, I can. I'm the King. Fuck magic. And Arthur's like, yeah, but magic isn't here yet. We don't have to worry about that. We just, just the plague right now. Uh, so like he's fighting for the people or whatever. And then the episode that I just watched uh, was, which is where he has to, pre- he pretends to be somebody else to win the mm-hmm. tournament so that he can prove to everybody that it's not just his fame or whatever. Um, or because he's royalty and he just treats Guinevere like such a piece of shit. And every single moment you think that he's turned around, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do something special. I'm going to make you dinner. And and then he just turns around and like Merlin, go get some dinner from the castle. And then he's like, you know what? I I didn't realize I was sleeping in your bed. You should sleep in your bed. I'll sleep on the floor. And, And Merlin's like, Okay, he's like, but I need you to go get me my mattress. And he's like, how the fuck am I going to do that? He's like, I don't know. Carry it on your back. I don't give a shit. You're a servant. Go serve. It even, it does, I mean, I guess at, the, at a certain point, it's like he wants to do the right thing, but he's just like such a fucking prince that he doesn't realize that he's just being a dick all the time. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is like in season one, like we see him like sleeping on the ground, like when he went to defend Merlin's uh, mom's village. Um, we, he's just like, he's just sleeping out on the ground with everybody. Like no big deal. Like clearly, like he's, he's a soldier. He's gone out on quests. He slept on the ground, but suddenly when it comes to sleeping on the ground in somebody's house, he's got a problem with it. It's just, it's inconsistent is what it is. It's it's very inconsistent. I'm not, um, but you know, it's a it's a fucking TV show from the early 2000s. Like they're going so hard in everything else that I can't. Every single episode has some like dumbass CGI that I am completely in love with. Like it just has some dumbass CGI. <laughs> the uh, the questing beast from the season one finale, super fucking yeah. good, super great. Yep. 
yeah. just super fun. Like just had like cheetah arms and some wings. Like what the fuck is that? I don't know. Who cares? Like, what is the questing beast? Like why did they call it that? I mean, I, that must be something. Obviously, but I like, feel like I feel like that was a thing in a fantasy novel I read where like the questing beast would show up and that was like the time to get the the golden chalice or something that would make people oh. kings or something. Right? Like that's got to be. It's got to be like an actual thing that it's got to be. Yeah. yeah. My yeah, my lore is a little rusty. I'm trying to brush up on it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, geez, the Wikipedia just has a bunch of fucking words I can't say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just all over the place. Uh, the Questing Beast is a cross animal monster from Arthurian legend in the French prose cycles, and consequently in Le Morte de Arthur. The hunt for the beast is the subject of quest undertaken by Pelionor and his family, and achieved by Palamedes and his companions. So, if you if you just straight Google Questing Beast, all you see are Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah, there's a lot of that too. There's a lot of that. This thing, I mean. The the more I see of this, the dorkier it looks, and yeah. that has nothing to do with Magic the Gathering. Um, this, I mean, maybe it does. It's just like the the cheetah arms on the snake. Like yeah. it just looks funny. Yeah, it looks really like you kind of want to pet one of these. Like you could probably yeah. tame this guy because it's the it's the cheetah it's the cheetah body, but it's the hooves. Like it's got deer hooves or something. It's just got like all the weakest attributes of each animal that it's made up of yeah like, like the chimera the chimera is all the strongest parts like wings yeah. and like it, the snake parts just the tail you're like oh fuck um <laughs> this one's just like the all the weak the weak legs the, the you know the hooves got no grip on anything just the ridiculous spots and it's out in fields it's gonna stand out uh and then just a weak little snake head i wonder i wonder if like someone has designed a beast and was like yes we're gonna take the lion's I don't know, like the toe, <laughs> like these yeah, you know, lions toes. Yeah, it's lions toes, and it has snakes' old skin or something. Just the worst version of all of these monsters. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. Uh, but I still like the show a lot. I um, I, it's fun to it's fun to watch. Autumn is like continually amazed that I've gone through it. I think at one point she was like. I could probably catch up, but I was like, I want episode eleven. She's like, never mind, not gonna bother. <laughs> Are you you and um, you and Jess are still into it, right? Like you are you because you, you guys are watching it together. Yeah, we watched a lot of it this weekend. At a certain point, she said, "Like, don't don't you want to like not watch this right now and like save some of these?" And um, I was like, "Yeah, no, you you make a good point. Like, well, let's not be binging this because I do genuinely think the show is a little bit better watching it at a slower pace because each episode is so life or death." With any and all circumstances, somebody is going to die. Merlin's going to have his head chopped off for, you know, turning turning smoke into a unicorn or something. Um, So when you watch them all together, they really start to blur because it's just too, too many stakes, just too high all the time. But when you're watching it like one at a time, one, one per night is what we had started off doing each episode. You just like sit with it. It's just a kind of like a fun little short story that you just read. Um, I think that's actually the best way. So even though we watched like eight episodes this weekend, um, we'll probably go back to just doing one a night. Um, it's just more fun that way to, you know, drag it out a little bit more. I uh, I woke up on Saturday morning and uh, I woke up super early because, you know, I'm an old man now and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't have anything to do. It was raining. So like all of my outside work was was canceled. I couldn't do any of that. I didn't really have a video game to play. So like I was not kind of in between video games right now. And I'm just, you know, not, nothing that really grabbed me. And I was like, you know what? I've got like 
a thousand unread posts on Twitter <laughs> and I've got <laughs> I've got Netflix. Let's just watch and I'll probably watched, I think, six or seven episodes of Merlin before noon. <laughs> like that was that was it was ridiculous. Ooh. Like I went up and got to I went up and got lunch from, and or made myself lunch and I was like, oh wait, I need to do literally anything that's not this. Of course, and I was kind of I was kind of nervous too because uh, oh no, this was Sunday. I'm sorry, this was Sunday because I was kind of nervous about the the show and everything that we were doing that afternoon. So yeah, um, that it feels like that went well. I was also super nervous to do um, Duck Fest, but it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a great, great, great group of people in there. Yeah, I um, usually have more interaction with the chat. Like I usually try to to, to get things going, but it was going so fast. There was you know 150 something people in there, and like we couldn't tell what anybody was saying. It just gave up. I was like, I got to focus on the monster chats to to be able to do yeah. this. I tried to keep the chat up too, but as like we got to number set seven on our on our top ten list, and we're both like, oh holy shit, we have like we have <laughs> so many more to cover and so little time. Like let's get it rolling, people. I felt bad because uh, we covered Doctor Sleep for, for Radio Free Midworld right before that, and uh, Doctor Sleep is a, an extremely good book, an extremely good movie. Um, but it's a two and a half hour movie, and there's a three hour director's cut version, and there was just too much to talk about in a one hour time slot. Because, mainly because me and Autumn just kept cracking jokes left and right, like we couldn't stop <laughs> goofing on the thing. And yeah. I feel like hopefully, and I know Cole doesn't listen to this. I think Cole's sister might listen to this podcast. But if uh, Cole's sister, yeah, Cole's sister, if you're out there, don't don't tell your brother about this. But uh, I feel yeah. like he may. Got a, a little frustrated with us because we were cracking so many jokes. So we only had a one hour time slot. So I feel a little bad. But I, you know, know. I thought you guys were having a good time. I had fun watching it. Yeah, we had a, we had a good time. Uh, I was so nervous. I kept pacing back and forth between the bedroom where Jess was and then the podcast room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go back and just and just check on things. And then at a certain point, I was like, right, I'm just gonna go stay. I'm just gonna stay there. I'm just gonna go stay until, there until I start. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel better. Like I see Jeremy on there. I feel better when I can see him. <laughs> Did she try to watch it live as you were doing the stuff, or did she just? She's, like, at first, she was like, "Oh, can I just watch it on here while you do it?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And then she's, "Yeah, I'm probably not gonna watch it." Yeah, I'm probably <laughs> like, not. Okay, gonna. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> Autumn was was planning to, um, but my Wi-Fi is so flaky. She didn't want to. She'd want to be on the internet, like downloading, like streaming something while I'm trying to upload a video signal. Um, so she was like, "I'm just gonna get on my cell phone connection," and then the cell phone connection was not great, so she couldn't stream it. Um, oh, I did download the 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 vod for it, so I've I've got that, and I'm going to slice it up and put it on our YouTube. I think um, I think Gary and Cole's plan is to release audio versions of this as a like they've done duck bundles before, where we redo that stuff and like we put it on a store and they sell them, and then all of the money oh, goes cool. to a charity. It's like it becomes like a just an ever living thing. Um, but I'm going to talk to him about letting the video, letting me like send the video to patrons and stuff. So, um, cool. cause I'd like to have like a video copy of that just for us, but also just so for people to see, cause I know shout outs to Simone. who was like, I thought this was at 7 PM Eastern and I'm like, time zones are shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so sorry. I, yeah. I, I did the best I could, but yeah, time yeah. zones are f- so fucking confusing. Uh, yeah. we raised $8,000, Chris. Hell, hell, hell Yeah. Not a not a bad not a bad little weekend for not for a bad weekend. What else did you People do? You're very generous. Did what else games? did I do? Um, did I play games? I tried to play Dark Souls. Um, oh, I just I was I'm like you. I'm bouncing off a lot of games, and I think that that's you know the result of being home for so long mm-hmm. with a lot of time to to play video games um, has made me not want to play video games that much anymore. So, uh, yeah, I played a little bit of Dark Souls, but that was kind of it. I'm trying to think if it's something, I don't know, just Animal Crossing, just a lot of Animal Crossing, but that doesn't, that's just part of my life now. It's not really like a game I play anymore. It's just a life activity. 
Have um, that tell you about West of Dead? Can we talk uh, about yes. that? Yes, yeah, I think we okay. talked about West of Dead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you been playing that? I have. I've been like a, a run every once in a while. Um, but it's 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 kind of like brutally hard, and I'm not unlocking stuff. And that's the and this game is like still in like alpha or beta or whatever. Like uh-huh. they just did the, the early access on Game Pass or what have you. Um, but if you're gonna make a roguelike, I, I need to unlock stuff, and I need to be getting the stuff that I unlock. And it's. Like, it's fine. Like, I unlocked an ice pick, and it's in my collection, and I just never saw the ice pick in the next, like, two or three runs that I had. Huh. And it's just, you know, I'm collecting stuff, I'm unlocking stuff, but I need I need to be able to unlock stuff. Like, the on-ramp has to be pretty quick. Like, it can be hard. You just need to on-ramp me more shit to do so it doesn't feel like I'm playing the same two levels every single time with the same exact right. weapons. Um, right. And the upgrades... Every level has an upgrade, but it's static, so you can choose to upgrade your health or your bullet damage or your um, item cooldowns. So it's you, you choose one of the three, and each level you can go to the next one, but it's that it's static every single time. So like, it became a thing of like, well, I just need to play better, so I'm always going to be picking the damage like every single time. Like that's <laughs> that's my main way of interacting with this game is shooting stuff. Like that's how right. I'm going to do it. I'd rather uh, not be able to tank bullets than and so yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I've just been I'm, bouncing off stuff. I bounced off the last guardian this morning. <laughs> like I tried playing that and was like, mm. so I was just cleaning up and I found the giant collector's edition box. I was like, should I play that game? Yeah, Chris sent me a picture of his giant last guardian statue, and I was like, you know what? I haven't I haven't played that game since it came out. Let me try this again. And yeah, that that camera Big is rough. that camera is bad. Um, and people um, defend it on the internet. People like because I went I went online thinking like maybe somebody. Like maybe there's some settings somewhere that I'm missing or something like, right. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's some, a way to fix this. And people on Reddit were like, no, I couldn't play this game. If it was any other way, like it's supposed to be that difficult to control. And I'm like, I'm not talking about the animal. I just, just want to be able to like control the camera without it. Like f- yeah. th- going directly to my feet, which it did three times in 15 minutes. <laughs> I just want to know if I can invert this motherfucker. I <laughs> try to yeah. control your art. Also, but you know, I was all, I probably said this before, I was all on board the video games or art trend. I, I disagree. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Gamers have made it so video games can no longer be art. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> video games are not art as long as they, as long as we have gamers to play them. Uh, video games are art up until the moment the gamers play them. And that's then, true. Then or talk just, about them just, in any way. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, I'll, I believe that there's like some really legitimate, um, interesting criticism in movies and television shows. I, and I think my, maybe some of that exists in video games to like a, like a, just a, like a fraction of a percent. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, like nobody talks about video games. Good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like right, nobody, right. nobody needs to know any of that. So, um, last video game thing that I'll talk about everybody in the uh, in the discords always point out to me that the long dark that survival game that i'm obsessed with mm-hmm. has uh it's like big moose kicks or something like that yeah. uh, it's a mm-hmm. like a brand of coffee within the game and i'm just like i don't know how i never put big kick sam and big moose kicks together um uh, but there, there they are and um uh, brian way just posted in the discord today that there's an update 
like a month long update being added to the long dark where basically just all of the world temperatures in the game are going to be lowered by 10 degrees Celsius, both in and outdoors and uh, blizzards are going to last much longer. So it's just upping the challenge for what is already a very, very challenging aspect of this game. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah. I saw Shelly posting it and she, she said basically like, yeah, they made the game harder, even though it was already extremely hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I've, I downloaded that game on game pass, but I have not tried it yet i i end up bouncing off in some of these super hard survival games unless i'm in the right mood so i've been yeah. i've been i've been hesitant um i saw cj playing a really interesting game have you seen indivisible uh oh yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, kind of yeah. almost looks, that game a while ago it, it looks kind of like a cartoon kind of thing and you play yeah. um it just the combat system looked really interesting where you have four characters and they correspond to the buttons on the on the controller and you kind of do combos with them Mm-hmm. Um, and that just looked like, and then in between combat, like you're, you're like a 2d kind of scrolling platformer type thing that looked, it just looked interesting. Like it looked kind of yeah, cool. It's a cool art style yeah. for sure. And it's on fucking game pass, dude. So I can just download it's that shit and pass. play it. God damn. God damn. You want to talk about supernatural? Let's do it, dude. I actually kind of really want to talk about this episode. So hey, let's get into it. it. It's a really good episode. So this will probably be five minutes long. Yeah. It's how we, it's how we do. Straight to the end. I don't even have the fucking notes up. I'm I'm terrible today. Ugh. You ready? I'm ready. 